good evening and welcome to the Sunday Roast, brought to you by the lastmovieoutpost.com. All of your movie news, reviews and everything cool about film. At the moment, it's just both Supermans. <laughs> <laughs> Unlike women, we went, are you getting changed? No, no. <laughs> How are you doing, mate? How's your, how's your day been today? Yeah, it's good, man. I'm enjoying the long beak bank holiday weekend, and uh, I, do, <laughs> I just laughed at the stupid T-shirts. It was pure coincidence as well. <laughs> yes, we didn't arrange this at all. No, <laughs> <laughs> so sad. But no, I'm um, good, mate. it's it's a uh, Sunday, but we've got an extra day off tomorrow, so I'm having a nice beer and just chilling out. It's handsome. You? And then next next week's a bank holiday weekend as well because it's the king's coronation. I know. We've got three bank holidays to come yet in May. I know. It's great because where I work, I get paid time and a half. So happy days. Oh, well, I'm uh, self-employed, so I don't get paid. So <laughs> I'm still going to enjoy uh, it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you get to enjoy a day off or I don't. I have to I have to work. Uh, well, it's yeah. one of those things. But anyway, like I say, welcome to the Sunday Roast. Um, as you can see, all our social media is down the bottom there. So like and subscribe and blah, 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 blah. God, I hate doing that. Right. <laughs> We are Yodaless at the moment. He should be joining us later. Uh, and Sean is still on the run from the FBI. Do you know what's actually the problem is? I'm going to say this. We said this before. Uh, I just said this before we started. Sean's got a girlfriend, so he doesn't care about his mates anymore. But we're the ones who have got to pick up all the pieces when they break up. True. If True. they find her body. <laughs> <laughs> Which I think he still wheels out and heats up every, every couple of days. <laughs> So let's crack on. Like I say, we're go we're going to probably keep it quite short unless Yoda turns up. Uh, <laughs> and I want him to because it'd be nice to chat. But at the same time, it's going to be a long one if he does. Do you know what? Swing we are we're made tomorrow, and I I think we've only had a full house this year once of all four of us. Oh yeah. Oh, that's, that's a bad omen. We need to get the hillbilly back. That's what we need to do. Yes. So. The casting of Fantastic Four. They are trying again to make a Fantastic Four movie, one that's actually going to be decent. This will be, I want to say the third one, but if you include Roger Corman's made in the 1980s, mm -hmm. it's actually going to be the fourth reincarnation. Um, did you see who they're casting? I must admit, I haven't caught up with it. So, To be honest um, with you, mate, it was so outlandish that I didn't give it the time of day. It just reeked of clickbait, and I've just thought, I can't, I'm not even going <laughs> to. Even from her own site. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> <laughs> none of our stuff is clickbait. It's all true. <laughs> um, uh, well, first of all, let's we'll talk about the rumours about the thing in just a second. But on the actual Fantastic Four rumours, which I'm now calling up on the website and about to read without <laughs> – uh, look at me like a professional newsreader. So, yeah, right. First one, Adam Driver as Reed Richards. Okay, I can see that. Yeah. I mean, he's not been – he's not good looking, so he's obviously got brains because <laughs> you can't have both. <laughs> True. <laughs> um, and then just looking at the others here. So they shortlisted to for Sue Storm, Vanessa Kirby – Jodie Cormer, um, or Coma, if you want to say it, Mil uh, Mila Kunis, or Alison Williams. Kunis. Like, 
So Vanessa Kirby is in the Mission Impossible movies. Uh, Jodie Comer is, uh, I want to say Game of Thrones, but that's not right, is it? No, she was in Killing Eve. Uh, Melina Kunis plays Meg in Family Guy. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Alison Williams was in Get Out, and Alison Williams is gorgeous. Absolutely gorgeous. I don't Um, know what she looks like. Hang on, I'll call up a picture. Because she is is a very pretty young lady. Um, Alison Williams. But where's these casting rumours coming from? Because... Not us. Ages away. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> so, hang on. Here we go. I'm gonna, I'm gonna muck up badly now. Share. No, stop sharing. Present. Share screen. Share entire screen. That side. That's Alison Williams. Oh, she yeah, was in. Yeah. She was in Get Out. She was the girl that turned up with. I can't remember his name. No, Daniel Kaleo, wherever he's called. Uh, she is beautiful. But the, yeah, and then is. I'm kind of thinking she's lovely, but why would you want her to play the Invisible Woman? <laughs> I want to look at her, not through her. Yeah, <laughs> or enough. Yeah, oh, well, yeah, that's a completely different film. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, but the weird thing is, and like I say, I think you had some updates on this, but apparently, Melina um, Kunis Mila. is looking Mila Mila Kunis. Is yes. looking at playing the thing. <laughs> yeah, I, I've not written anything about this, mate, because, like I said, it's so. I tell you what gave it away is when they said they was looking for a Jewish woman to play the thing, and I was like, "Well, the Jewish Why? part is totally unnecessary." So I, again, I think it's just clickbait, and I've not entertained it. Hey, I, come on, let's. Hey, yeah. we're gonna crash this thing. Ah, <laughs> oh, it's great. Ah, it's <laughs> Can you imagine unbelievably. The thing? Big rock creature with curly sideburns. Yeah, and a little, and a little, <laughs> what those, those little hats that they wear. Yeah, that's I, I, again, that's one of those things where it's just they can't even. You can't. You kind of can't even entertain the idea. But then when you see it's Marvel, you go, oh, they might. <laughs> they might do it. Yeah. No, she's. She. I think she came out yesterday and said she's not involved in Fantastic Four. Oh, okay. But then is that just? one of those things because actors do do well, that they do lie well, um, they very much do but um I, I mean even by marvel's current standards that would just be <laughs> one i think even the biggest shields on the face of the planet wouldn't be able to accept me the coonies there's there's bound to be some out there bound to be some out there that would um yeah probably stunning the bro oh <laughs> who's that um Hang on a minute. So, uh, yeah. Oh, uh, oh. Um, and as we continue seamlessly, on, are they gone? <laughs> who's they? I hope he's. I hope he's got. A you know who show. they is. No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Then you're probably sh- one of them. We said we were all going to wear our Superman shirts. We did. It's pure yeah, because because me and well. me and Aggie definitely didn't plan it. <laughs> <laughs> once once again, my my rage just just my frustration and rage. Is, oh, it's Charlie Brown. <laughs> Hello, Yoda. Welcome to the show. It's so lovely to see you. Hi. How I'm you a little been? late. Yes. <laughs> have, have you had another busy week, my friend? 
I've had a busy week. Uh, I had to do a little work this morning, and then I needed to get the grocery shopping done, which I thought I could get done fairly quickly, um, completely underestimating the rubes of Walmart. So... (laughs) I've heard about the the people of Walmart. It's like a it's like a zoo, isn't it? You go to look at these strange and interesting creatures. Well, I was one of them today. <laughs> look at, look at him go! He's like a gazelle, <laughs> just shoving uh-huh. shit into the cart. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> awesome. I gotta go. I gotta get to the show. Come on, guys, get get the thing across. <laughs> dig, 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 dig. Here, here's money. Get get me out of here. We've we've got more than. One viewer, so hurry up. I <laughs> know. <laughs> yeah. I think I think it's the bank holiday weekend. We got a bank holiday over here, so everybody's just just chill is what's happening yeah. at the moment. The India Labor Day is tomorrow. Oh, okay. Ah, and what so happens you got then? bank holiday as well? Everybody, all women go into labor. Yes. Well, that's, oh, how do you right, think okay. they got to be a billion people, dude? I mean, of course. <laughs> you know, you got to work at it. That's why they call that it sounds like um, It sounds like the village of the damned, where everybody gets pregnant <laughs> on the same day. Um, oh, okay. So you got a day off tomorrow. I do not. It's India. Oh. <laughs> right, fair enough. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, we were just talking about a casting of Fantastic Four and how Mila Kunis was supposed to... Somebody said that she's playing The Rock. Not The Rock. What's the he thing. called? The thing. The rock. <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Again, at some point in time, that's bound to happen. You know. <laughs> I want to see Peter Dinklage playing Michael Jordan. I want to see the thing's tits. That's all I'm caring about right now. Yeah. If you're gonna put Mila Kunis in there, give her a big pair of rock tits. That would be weird, wouldn't it? Very strange. <laughs> um, Unfortunately, that actually happened. That actually happened in the comics. A girl got thing powers. I don't remember what the story was, but yeah, big pair of rock tits. It was horrifying. They dropped that fairly quickly after that. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. We haven't sold any of these copies, and they've all come (laughs) back. (laughs) Anyway, well, actually, we were moving on from this. So we did mention this last week. But the new female, I think, why am I doing that? Uh, The new female national treasure uh, replacing the awesome Nick Cage with some woman, I don't even know who, has been cancelled. We, at the last movie outpost, were all shocked. Shocked. First of all, the female national treasure is Margot Robbie. Everybody knows that. Um, (laughs) And secondly... Yeah, we did talk, or you guys talked about this last week, which yeah, I listened yeah. to once the once all my clips came through on the schedule. I find it's much easier to listen to you two when I have to do it only at five minute increments. It makes it yeah. Oh, yeah. so much yeah, easier. I know, totally. I yeah. never watch this stuff back, ever. Uh, Don't you? I, no, of course not. Why would I? <laughs> I know, I watch the clips. I watch the clips. I, I, watch, I watch the clips because I give, I give us a like. <laughs> <'Cause> I'm, <laughs> I'm a whore. Oh, you're, you're, that's you. Oh, that's, that's great. Yeah, oh, that's, that's good. Oh, yeah, no, on, that's, the, on the other one. If, yeah. Oh, if, right. there's three, if there's three, it's my mom. <laughs> <laughs> to, which phone call, to which you get an uncomfortable phone call afterwards about. <laughs> I, I, yeah. There's been, might be some of the dislikes as well, just so you know. <laughs> you need to um, stop swearing so much, son. Okay. Um, 
but yeah so uh yeah national treasury this is no surprise to anyone again this is one of those things whether it's completely churned out unoriginal thinking and i think in the movies at least both want the first two movies kind of covered all of the kind of major things like the declaration of independence and the liberty bell and all this kind of stuff they covered all that so what is there left to sort of dig through from the past of america it's only like what 20 years old isn't it i think so (laughs) (laughs) speaking of unoriginal speaking of unoriginal hackneyed why are we doing the same story twice It's because last week somebody brought it up in the no, chat. Look, at, him, look, look at the wheels turning. Oh, oh, last week God. somebody brought it up in the chat. And so this week I thought we would talk about it properly, being more prepared, even though I haven't read the article. <laughs> so Moving again, on. I'm just winging it. <laughs> anyway, so. I'm going to have 30 second clips this week. <laughs> <laughs> Craven. Now, this is a character I'm not familiar with, but Craven, it looks like he's going to be getting an R rating for all the naughty swear words like poo-poo, bottom, and willy, um, and the graphic portrayal of violence. Um, Who is Craven? What is Craven? Craven is one of Spider-Man's villains that, uh, honestly, for the first probably through the 70s was kind of a joke and he kind of fell off because he was just like this Russian big game hunter and he wore this thing with like a vest with a lion on it and he's he was always I'm going to hunt Spider-Man and it was just it was kind of a dumb one note character and then they did Craven's Last Hunt which was a phenomenal story where Craven actually won and killed spider-man and buried him and then it turns out he didn't actually kill him he put him in some sort of herbal african whatever yeah Yeah. but he decided to become spider-man and he was he Mm. he had and then and then once uh peter came back which he had to actually claw himself out of the grave um, he comes to confront Craven. Craven's like, you know, you know, I'm done. I've done my hunt. The hunt is done. And then he kills himself at the end, blows his own head off. And it's all done very mm-hmm. artistically. It's not like your standard comics of the day. It was done very much. It was one of these, you know, because at that time in the mid 80s, you know, you started out with things like Dark Knight. Uh, returns and then you had Watchmen and then everybody was trying to do some graphic novel or some, yeah. some mini stories that were very very artistic and Craven's Last Hunt was one of them it's excellent um, I don't know what happened to him after that to be honest with you I don't know I'm sure he came back because nobody's dead in comics no, um, they, they've done various spinoffs of him it was interesting in in the Spider-Man animated series, he was actually kind of a good guy in it. Mm. He was kind of an ally with Spider-Man. I think they had like one moment where he did kind of a half-hearted hunt, but it, for the most part, he kept coming back to help Spider-Man, which I thought was a nice take on him because it made him. It actually made it more interesting than Big Game Hunter trying to hunt Spider-Man. It was that was that never really worked for me. I've I've hunted arachnids all around the world. Yeah. And now I'm going after the main one, yeah. Spider-Man. Yeah. Let me let me get out my weapon of choice. He picks up a Nike Air. Yeah. <laughs> Spider-Man's like, "Oh no, he's got a roll-up newspaper." <laughs> it's a floor shine. You're fucked, Spider-Man. <laughs> um, uh, no, so I mean 
that's the case then if if he I wonder if they're going to portray him as the villain in the movie so kind of like Venom what they tried to do with Venom terribly or whether he is then going to actually sort of be with Spider-Man and what's his name yeah. all turn up well, it's really because Spider-Man's Marvel still, even though Sony, so Marvel is not going to slip up into this uh, Sony verse, the Spunk verse. It's really weird what they're doing. Like they're doing all these villain movies, but no Spider-Man. It's like doing a bunch of Star Wars movies, but without Han, Luke, and Leia. Oh wait, they did that. <laughs> yeah, that'd be weird. That's, yeah, I can't even imagine what that would look like. Uh, <laughs> I wish I couldn't. Oh, yeah, tell me about it. Uh, again, it's kind of one of those things that it, it ultimately it comes down to the story. It's like going back to Fantastic Four. It's got to come down to the story. Because, like I say, with this Fantastic Four, if they haven't got a decent writer, uh, what's the point? And the same with Craven and any of these other films. If it's just exploitation for the sake of exploitation of using these characters, if they haven't got a decent story, it's just, just going to be rubbish. Yeah, but there is... <laughs> Yes, it's possible probably to do a good story with these with these characters. But the problem is is that the story is Spider-Man. Spider-Man's a protagonist and these are all antagonists in his world, right? So you've you've already laid down that groundwork in the original story that made everything so popular. I don't think it's as simple as just if you take a character as long as you have a good story it'll be fine. It's like you, you you've already got all this canon weighing him down. So you can't just throw these characters into a new story and expect it to work. I'm not saying it never does. It, it has no, and it but can, but it's 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 got a lot of baggage to try to overcome. And I think that's yeah. what's wrong with Venom and Morbius and all these others. It's very difficult to make these Don't stories... Don't have a go Morbius, because that was a brilliant film. Morbid time. Uh, it's... it's um, <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to pretend you didn't say that. Uh... <laughs> Sorry, my, my testicles said it. They're talking bollocks. Eggie, <laughs> Boba's having a stroke. You want to call an ambulance yeah. for him? <laughs> <laughs> He's having some sort of stroke. Yeah, so again, they're going <laughs> to. Um, with it then, obviously, they're going to go down the route of violence. I'm assuming, you know, and so this guy is a vicious killer of some description. So, you know, it might work. It definitely works with Deadpool. The swearing and the violence is brilliant. Yeah, yeah, but Deadpool was already established as the 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 main character in all his stories. He already had a comic. He's he's the centerpiece. Uh, everything gets built around the center. Once you have the hero, you have Superman, then everything he's the center of the hub, right? Everything gets built out yeah. around him. Spider Man same way. You try to make stories with these people that that are reliant on the center of the of the wheel, so to speak. Can it be done? Yes. Is it wet? hundred times more difficult because everybody knows what these stories are and what where you know this world is yeah. much harder yeah I suppose um, okay well we're, we're going to have to wait and see what it is. it's being played by Aaron Taylor Johnson which mm -hmm. uh, the guy is great you know I Kick do ass. genuinely love him yeah uh, not only that but I'm going to say bullet train as well because it took me half the film to realise who it was <laughs> right. genuinely okay. gen I genuinely didn't recognise him. And then it was like, ah, yeah, I see that. Yeah, he's, uh, he's got a lot of rage. He's pretty good. <laughs> he's, no, he's seriously. Also on the sh oh, no, no, no. But he's also on the shortlist to 
possibly be paying Bond, which he, I think he would do quite well. I think he would do well. I think he'd do a good Bond, but yeah. I don't know. Yeah, see. I'll give you that. I think uh, just give him some black hair, would you please? Just dye it. <laughs> um, okay, then. So moving on. Napoleon has been sighted. Now, this isn't dynamite. This is actually Napoleon. But basically at Comic-Con, because it's been Comic-Con this weekend, which is, I really hate the fact they do Comic-Con because it's always kind of like, they've had um, see, uh, footage of Mission Impossible, but they won't show the rest of the world because it's all oh, yeah. been seen at Comic-Con. It really annoys yeah. me. It does. Um, but yeah, apparently Napoleon, a bit of Napoleon has been seen there. Uh, are you, which are you is talking the about f- like the French dictator right the yeah yeah the uh, jack Wim phoenix by ridley scott yeah oh, okay yeah that was a great comic book series we're, yoda we're not catching up on the news of history right <laughs> yeah. but i mean why is he a comic and um, because yeah, exactly. ridley scott's doing him is what it is and obviously they've got this whole movie going on and i mean it's obviously going to be in the same sort of ilk as uh, gladiator and so, obviously, they just sort of had um, Yogurt and Phoenix kind of wandering around dressed up as Napoleon. I feel was like he really is... there, dressed up as Napoleon? I don't know. I'm just reading it. I was going to say. <laughs> Again. Again. I mean, I mean, from from sources... Uh, oh, no, it was. It was showcased to featured um, Napoleon footage, is what it was. So they showed some oh, okay. footage. To the crowd. Um, I feel so. like Comic Con is a bit of a misnomer anymore. First yeah, of all, I don't think anybody yeah. buys comics anymore. And also, yeah, it just seems to be Movie Con. <laughs> yeah, it seems to be Movie Con. Let's. Because um, apparently it's going to be having. Uh, they were talking about Bad Boys 4. They were talking about the new crew, uh, Ghostbusters, because there's a sequel to Ghostbusters Afterlife being filmed. Um, yeah. And then the trailer was shown for things like Equalizer 3. Um, and then also some footage of Napoleon. Isn't it depressing? Isn't it utterly depressing? Because Napoleon was French, wasn't he? Yep. Ghastly people. So, who, I was going to say, who wants to watch a <laughs> film about a heroic French person? Well, he's the only I, one, isn't he? <laughs> no, because you, you had Joan of Arc, Noah's wife. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, you had Joan of Arc as, as well. But then, yeah, it's literally been her and him. That's the only two French people who have only showed any balls to anyone. Yeah. Um, what about what about Jean Jean Reno in Godzilla '98? He was pretty awesome. Ah, uh, see, you got to give Jean Reno um, Leon, obviously. Leon. Uh, yeah. yeah, you know, you got to give him I that. Mean, Granted, they had to make up fictional characters to even come close to sniffing courage, but still, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And it was an American movie written by Americans, set in America. That's right. <laughs> and just happened to be a Frenchman. Um, Ford. Harrison Ford says he is done with Indy. I do Where's believe he's, he said that before. Yeah. Um, I've been done of, with Indy since 2008. Tell me about it. There is an article up on the site, which I wrote the other day, about when should franchises have finished. And Indiana Jones is the perfect trilogy of movies. It's a perfect trilogy. It ends literally riding off into the sunset. It ends beautifully. And then they came along with The Crystal Skull. And it's just... 
and now now in it's only next month actually because we're it's first of may tomorrow but so in june we get to see indiana jones 5 indiana oh, jones in there what's that oh, i didn't know it was in june i thought it wasn't too late in the year no it's, it's either june or july it's not long it's not long oh right Indiana Jones and the hip replacement. <laughs> so, I mean, I can understand why Harrison Ford has said he's obviously not going to play him anymore because, you know, uh, Indiana Jones is an action star. And what we expect to see from an action star is action. <laughs> and, you yeah. know, a man with a Zimmer frame moving very slowly across somewhere, you know, trying to get his whip and stuff, it's, it's just not going to work. No, no. Kill it. But, again... Rumours are that Phoebe Waller-Bridge is going to be taking up the mantle of Indiana Jones, even though hopefully that's now not going to happen. But, I mean, at some point, I think they're still going to do some kind of soft reboot, at least. So whether Indy will be handing the baton or hat, I should say, to, to somebody else is kind of interesting. Well, no, it's not. Why am I saying that? I was just... <laughs> no, I don't know. Just let just... Unfortunately, mate, fans are the we're the ones to blame for this because not so much our generation, but the younger that will go and watch it and they'll pay and put coffers into these pockets and they'll go, oh, yeah. you know, this made a billion pound, let's make another one. If people just went, look, we're not going to give you any money, and you know, and then they'll stop doing it because the box office takings has now become the barometer of the measurement of a movie's success. And you always get Which, especially the Marvel lot. They always go, oh, well, yeah, but four, four made a billion pounds. It was still shit. It just meant that the <laughs> yeah. marketing department did its job that, and yeah. got bums on seats. That's all money means. When you look well, at we some of the best films throughout history, they haven't made a lot of money. Some well, of we weren't battered housewives yet. In 2008, no. we still weren't battered housewives. We were still, no. we had hope and we had optimism and we, we didn't realize. Yeah. It's one of those scenarios as well that if money is anything to go by, then Avatar 2 is the greatest film of all time. Exactly. There you go. I still can't finish it. <laughs> it's on my watch list, and I've given it don't about an hour, up. and I just yeah, can't be bothered to finish the rest of it. Um, and again, it's... It's it all flash, no substance. Yeah, But again, the marketing department just does its job. It's so yeah, that's bizarre. What it's about. That's, that's, that's what it's not about. enough. That said, okay, the marketing department did its job with Batman v Superman, and it got butts in the seats that first weekend. And the second weekend, it plunged like seventy-seven percent. It was the worst plunge ever. So it can't, be just, is- it can't be just. Well, I'm saying it can't be just marketing. Word of mouth well, yeah, does yeah. do something. Yeah, and for yeah, some yeah. reason, people love the shit out of Avatar two. So you know, it, humanity had a nice run, but I guess it's over. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's it's, it's uh, how Cameron does it, I have no idea. Um, Bring on no, the AI know. overloads. That's all I can say. We will be getting to that. But speaking of blue people. Oh. <laughs> Smurfs are now black. Do you know what? Let me, let me just jump straight in. I, I just had to take oh. my son to the train station. He's coming back, and the, the DJ on the radio was talking about Smurfs. And she actually went, I can't wait to see a Caribbean Smurfette. <laughs> Fuck off. Just turn the station over and listen to something else. So, so is I, Smurfette going to be blunt? 
just just going to say, just to, if you haven't heard the story or read the website, first of all, shame on you. But <laughs> the story is uh, Rihanna is going to be playing Smurfette in a new animated movie. Obviously, it's not live action. <laughs> Smurfs. <laughs> it was. <laughs> was it? The first oh, two well, Smurf the, movies were like it, in the real world. They were they were pissing off Neil Patrick Harris or something. Yeah. Oh, okay, right. No, yeah, no, I stand corrected. But yeah, there's a new animation coming out with it, and yeah, Rihanna's playing Smurfette, who seems to be the only female in the whole Smurf community. So it does wonder where the kids come from. Um, <laughs> she's, she's been road hard, you know that. She's she's the town yeah. bicycle. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so Yoda, what's your take on this? Well, I I have a different take on it because I don't I don't like the idea that we're getting snippy about voice actors. Might I remind you that Luke Skywalker's father was voiced by James Earl Jones? So yeah. we we've have a long history of of various races playing various other races in cartoons and for voice acting. Phil Morris is it plays Vandal Savage in Justice League, and he is phenomenal at it. And so I don't, I don't really care as much. I, I think this is one of those things where we gotta like, kind of step back and go, wait a minute, are we just knee jerk, just yelling woke? No, <laughs> yeah. I'm not. I'm not saying that. Re, like, if Rihanna plays it really street or or something, you know, like she just is obvious about it then that's one thing. But if she tries to play Smurfette as, like, Smurfette, and she sounds mm. fine, look, I've seen Rihanna act. I don't have a lot of confidence in her talent, but that's a talent thing, not a race thing, okay? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I I feel like that, that honestly, I kind of disagree with this story because it's like there are so many different voice actors of so many different races playing various different I mean, it's all over the place. It's mix and match. As long as the voice sounds good, who cares? And so this is one of those. I'm like, guys, let's. Is this really a thing? I don't think it's a thing. If 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 James Earl Jones was playing a white guy's father in 19 in 1977, I think that that issue is put to bed at this point. Yeah, but that's the difference. I like, that was you know 40 odd years ago. This is now where everyone's got to have representation and authenticity. And, and also, blah, and also, blah, blah. it was a for, black for, person who. I was going to say, oh, no, 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 because I was going to say, it's a black person doing the voice, but you can't have it the other way around, because I, I read the other day that, um, what's his name, Hank Azaria apologised for playing a poo. And again, it's again, kind of... Again, uh, he's apologised, he's pathetic. Yeah, that, I, I agree, that's pathetic. He shouldn't be a... Whoever does the best voice should do the best voice. Yeah. And if if it's okay for one race to play a different race, if it's if it's okay for a, a dark-skinned race to play a white-skinned race, then it should be fine the other way around. Way as around. Long as yeah, it exactly. sounds fine. I agree with that. I don't know how you race swap a Smurf because I, there's <laughs> freaking Smurf. We'll see. We're soon I, I guess I guess if somebody somebody who voiced an avatar is now voicing a Smurf, maybe that's the race swapping blue for blue, but small blue instead of big uh, blue. I, I'm really reaching yeah. here. Do you get it? It's just this stupid. Would, it's all stupid. This would be this would be much more controversial if Kate Winslet was doing it. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's move let's move on from Black Smurfs uh, to let's go to here first of all. Now. Firstly, I mean, June 2 is coming out. Now, I must say, this is one of those movies that I am quite looking forward to seeing in the cinema. Mm. The first one, 
masterclass. <laughs> the first one was excellent. And I remember when the first one finished, it kind of... The date broke. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it worked. It worked so well. And when it finished, I was like, uh-huh. you know, sort of, uh, I want to see what happens now. Yeah. And yeah, I yeah. think with Dennis Villeneuve, he does make a, a, an incredibly good film. He makes something which is, I mean, genuinely epic. Um, yep. And so I'm quite looking forward to this. Um, again, thoughts. What are, you, what are your thoughts on it both? It can't come quick enough. Yeah. When's it, when's it coming out? Is it Christmas? This year. Uh, I think it's late this year, though. Yeah, I bet it's Thanksgiving uh, and Christmas. But, uh, yeah, I mean, they did such a phenomenal job with the first one. And, uh, you know... It really helped because I, I that that one in 1984 is a noble failure. Let's put it that yes. way. Yes, yeah, it's, it's a good way to put it. it yeah, it is hard to watch, but it ain't bad. Um, it, the I third mean, it's, of November it comes out. Third November, okay, yeah. So that that makes sense to kick off the holiday season. But I was pretty blown away by this one. It made it it didn't dumb it down, but it made it very accessible, which is mm-hmm. an impressive feat. And yeah. you didn't feel like you were... Because I remember when they tried to do John Carter and it was just impossible to connect to anybody. And you, you have to have some way of making letting people connect when you have these these dense, full of weird names and, and you know, these, mm. these type of stories. And either they work or they don't. Um, and Dune is, is, you know, you don't feel like anybody acts human in it in a lot of ways. Yeah. So it's di- it's difficult to connect to, and yet he did it. He figured out a way to do it in a and and not lose any of the texture of the story, in my opinion. Now I haven't read the actual story, so you know maybe Frank Herbert um, super fans could tell me how it was terrible and what was wrong or whatever. But <laughs> I thought it was just extremely well done, and as a as a particular, as a just a regular old, you know, moviegoer who likes to see something smart in cinemas, I think it did its job. It is. It was. I think as well. It was. They they expanded on. They they captured the story very well. I've read a book, obviously, either, but they. Um, I can't read. Um, they they made the story incredibly good but the, the whole visual effect of the whole thing you felt like you were on Arrakis and everything felt so perfect it was just it, the guy's attention to detail is brilliant yes yeah I've tried reading the book but it's just it's too much hard work so I didn't know too much about the film but it was great so I'm looking forward to this I think a little bit of highbrow cinema is what we need at the moment absolutely an influx of Sequels, prequels, spin-offs, remakes, reboots. So, you do know this yeah, is a sequel, right? Well, yeah. It's called, it's it's called one, one Two. Film. <laughs> one film. Te- technically, it's a part two. Yeah. Uh, it just was too long to do in one film. I feel like it's more of a... Just they split the book in half rather than a true sequel. Maybe okay. I'm still like I, uh, I think, like I say, it's... If they're going to do justice to the story, they had to have split it up. Um, and like I say, I was, as I said, when I watched it, when it ended, I was kind of, but no way, Paul becomes the chosen one and everything else. And it was like, oh, I'm just going to have to wait. That's okay. I can wait. Yeah, no. <laughs> um, What's it been? Another half an hour. Two years at least? When did it come out? 2020 oh, or 2021? Yeah. 
God, yeah, I can't even remember now. I can't remember. I, I need to rewatch it. I only yeah. saw it the once. Nin- or twice. 1984. No, no, no. <laughs> 2021. So yeah, only two, so years two years ago. Years. Yeah, right. It's not bad. Give, gives you enough time to really be anticipating it. Hey, yeah. MCU, you might want to take a a page out of that book. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay, so moving on. Now, Yoda, this made me laugh because you posted this <laughs> and, yes. and said, oh, look, check it out. And it was kind of like, yeah, Aggie posted it during the week. You were paying Oh, attention. I didn't see it. Okay, well, I want to show it off here because I got some more information about it. Now, I don't think you guys can hear it, which is fine. There's no real audio to it or just some ambient audio. But this thing is... How do I explain it? This is not something that's happening like a movie or a fan film. This is the Gene Roddenberry uh, estate working with this company to try to take the things for, this is this is like a sizzle reel call it that you can see here they've 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 redone where the enterprise e saucer section is and they're you know it's kind of like a way to show it and, the, and that is just gorgeous i mean you mm. gotta admit that is just mm. beautiful and then they this is all cg Every bit of it is CG that you're looking at, except for maybe like the close-ups. And uh, they got a guy with makeup. Somehow, I, I'm not clear on whether they did a deep fake on this or not, but this is, um, the way I understand it, this is just makeup and very little CG that's going on with his face, which we'll get to here in just a second. But all of this that you're seeing was put in, was recreated from the movie into the, I was into the computer. I was expecting Obi-Wan Kenobi, so I was a bit disappointed. Yeah. <laughs> and then they... That, that would have been a re- plot twist. But what do they do? They redo it and they bring him back from Star Trek The Motion Picture, reflecting mm. on the Enterprise crashing or something. I don't know what he's thinking about. There's no words or anything. So my understanding is is that what they're doing is that they're looking at getting all this footage that you've never seen before. All this footage that is sitting in a uh, cutting room floor um, from Star Trek Phase 2. They're doing character models. They're doing all this kind of stuff. And they want to be able to rebuild it in a way that you can watch it, go into it, maybe do VR stuff, and it'll be a perfect recreation of these things. I even hear that they're thinking about taking all this technology and redoing Star Trek the Animated Series as live action using all this CG. But they want to do it in a way that is... It's not about, you know, it's not Paramount making movies. It's not going to be like streaming or something like that. This is think of it like museum pieces as a way to preserve everything that Gene Roddenberry has done over you know the decades that he was working and all this the stuff that's in a vault that has never seen the light of day. Um, I don't know how it's going to end up or what it's going to do but this reel is kind of to show you what can be done and I started Mm. thinking about it it's like well if they could do that I mean, what if they did, because you, you've heard the deep fake voice 
generation, you know, oh, they get yeah. Joe Rogan to say all kinds of weird shit, you know. Or I, I've genuinely used some of that AI to recreate my dad's voice yeah, for some okay. of the films that we made. You know, it, it is quite And you can see that they recreated Leonard Nimoy just perfectly, right? So if they could do all that, I mean, why couldn't they do the Timothy Zahn trilogy, but with the original three correctly, with the right ages? You know, this is the kind of stuff I start thinking about. It's like, okay, forget all these stupid remakes, all this woke stuff. Take the good stuff that we never thought could be a live action thing and make it a live action thing. Mm. You want to do the Harry Potter 10 uh, 10 season series? But use Daniel Radcliffe's like this and, and Rupert Grint and all that so that they do all of it, but they, they expand it out so you can see them do the book mm. the way the book was intended. I got to admit, that kind of stuff gets me excited. As much as I'm sitting here railing going, we need new stuff. Stop making old stuff and stop charting out this. Okay, yes, I agree. I'm being hypocritical here, but still... I was like, like, this looks cooler than shit. The, pro- the problem is, is you're not being hypocritical. When you say like the Thrawn trilogy, if they could make, if if Disney had stuck to the Thrawn trilogy and made three those three movies, they would be swimming in so much money. It would be unbelievable. You know, I you are talking about, yeah, you, you, but that's what I'm saying. You would have had movies which would have been probably knocking on even like 10 billion because the fans would have just absolutely soaked it up. And like I say, if there is now a chance that that could happen at some point in the future, again, like you, I am thinking, you know, yeah, I'd I'd, I'd, I'd give that a go. So some of it is amazing to me and some of it is terrifying to me. Because the more I think about it, the more I think, well, okay, let's say Superman goes into public domain. I think you guys were talking about this last week. Yeah. All right. So let's make a new Christopher Reeve Superman movie. With Margot Kidder, the whole nine yards. And make it, you know, make something awesome with it. If you got third-party people doing this that really love the stuff, you know, much the way Terry Metalis obviously really loves Star Trek and made a great Picard series... If, if people like that, if this goes into public domain, which all this stuff is going to go into public domain sure, over right. the next 50 years, right? And over the next 50 years, if we could do this shit now, I, I would not be surprised if people are just making their own beautifully rendered movies from these old characters, these old actors. I feel bad for the actors who died. And I mean, <laughs> where are they gonna, you know, they're going to be like, hey, I didn't agree to this. and But... Unless there are states coin it in. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, If my I, I dad guess. was famous, I'd have sold his, sold his, sold his, sold his rights. No, <laughs> no questions asked. Give exactly. me a Kit Kat, you can have it. <laughs> well, I, you know, like I didn't, see the, I didn't need to see Fred Astaire dancing around selling a vacuum way back when. But yeah. it's it's like I... I it's, look, again, the genie's it's, out of the bottle, so I don't know how this works. I don't know what you you do. I mean, people are still making all kinds of weird Alice in Wonderland stories. Lewis Carroll, what would he have thought of that? Or does he care? Or do we care because he's 150 years dead now? I just want to just want to say a quick hello to Big Gator. He said he's joined us later because he fell asleep. Seriously, um, unless they intend to wrestle the franchise away from Paramount and Secret Hideout, this is meaningless. I think that's that's the thing. It's like with Disney, 
and the whole Star Wars thing. At some point in time, they are going to have to go, we need to sell this to get our money back. And then they might actually sell it to somebody who respects it. Roddenberry owns, the Roddenberry state owns a significant portion of of stuff with Star Trek. I don't know how it works. It's kind of like the Tolkien estate, how much they own of Lord of the Rings or what Amazon could or couldn't do. So I don't know where that dividing line is. I have no idea. Uh, but I, 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 I'm just, I'm, I just looked at this thing and it just started opening up my brain all the possibilities and all the horrific possibilities that could start happening. And I think we've, this has kind of been talked about, but I, I'd never seen anything of that quality before. No. Let's, that's, that was the weird thing that got me because when, when they showed Spock I was thinking hang on a minute and I, I just couldn't quite, is that CG? and it like I say for a moment you just thought hang on that's uh, no you know and it was well, it was too weird they already got like uh, character models from the cage like the red haired chick in the cage and, and some other things as, as test subjects to see what they could build in this thing, I haven't seen the the footage yet. If there is any, I've just seen some pictures. But it's like if, if they could, like I've seen the test footage of Phase Two. Like if they could do Star Trek Phase Two with Kirk, Spock, and Ilya, and all that that they were planning to do. Just all these what ifs. I was like, boy, it would be cool to see what that version would have been like. And I think we've all talked about movies like, well, there's this version that was written that never got done. But would it be cool to see that version? Well, now they can. And it's like, is that awesome or is that terrifying? Why am I having a stroke? I'm not having a stroke. Oh, unless you were talking about something I was saying earlier. Um, uh, with this, um, I'm just going to ch- I'm just going to change the banner on too because we were going to talk about this. But AI making movies. Now, I mean, I wrote this article up about how um, what's his name, uh, Joe Russo, director of Avengers Endgame, said potentially what you could do. Oh no, I'm not going to read the whole thing because it's quite boring. But basically, he's saying that. <laughs> Well, it was. I'll I'll read it, actually, because it's going to be easier than explaining it. So, potentially, what you could do with is is obviously to use an entity telling a story, blah, 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 blah. So, you could walk into your house and say to your AI or your streaming platform, hey, I want a movie starring a photoreal avatar of Marilyn Monroe. A photoreal avatar of Marilyn... Oh, sorry. My photoreal avatar, Marilyn Monroe's photoreal avatar i want it to be a rom-com because i've had a rough day and then it renders a complete story and dialogue and mimics your voice and mimics her voice and suddenly you have a 90 minute rom-com that is completely ai generated that you've just thought up of your head can i put what i put after that because <laughs> i said because i said wait you could create a movie with myself and a female actress i liked so the word rom-com suddenly was replaced with jelly wrestling and Marin Monroe is joined by lots of other ladies. In the blue corner is Boba Phil wearing his famous mankini. In the red corner is Jessica Chastain and Anna Armist only wearing just their socks. Let's fight. <laughs> I've had a rough day at work and I would have won. <laughs> well, it'd be rude if they were nude. Um, <laughs> but you... It is getting to a point where that could possibly happen, that you could just say... Because, I mean, at the moment, chat GTP, that's what it is. You can have a conversation with AI, 
and have a two-way conversation and you can get it to write scripts and so forth it's not perfect but joe russo was saying in a couple of years it may possibly happen yeah i yeah i i imagine in 10 years we're gonna see the first like you know in 95 we saw the first cg completely computer generated image uh, of a movie the next one will be the first ai generated movie that will be a big hit mm. and everybody will love yeah. it and actors celebrities your days are numbered and i'm all for that <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. I'm just saying, you could be, you've it's been insufferable be so for too damn long. It's, it's going to be so much better to have an AI tell me what to do as opposed to a celebrity. <laughs> <laughs> same <laughs> thing. <laughs> practically the same thing. Yeah. It's, but again, it's kind of we've had movies like The Terminator and so forth where AI is taken over and they always run amok. And what yeah. was interesting was, it's, it's, it's just to mention this, um, what's his name? Uh, Joe Russo said, blah, 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 blah. Um, I'm on board with a few AI companies. I'm going to speak from my experience of being on board with these companies. Is that that there are a... Um, there, is that there are AI companies that are developing AI to protect you from AI? And it is kind of... <laughs> Begun even, the AI I'm, wars have. I was just going to say, yeah. I'm not having a go. I'm not having a go at um, lovely Americans who we all know and love. But like their philosophy is, ah, there's guns problems. We need more guns. Eh, do you know? <laughs> well, yeah, because unfortunately, when a bad guy has a gun, strongly worded letters don't work so well. <laughs> no, but what I'm saying is, is having AI to protect you from AI is still sort of like. That's not fixing the problem. Well, well, there's been there's been further developments today in the news. I'm just looking at the, the Sky News now. It's um, Professor Stuart Russell was a, is among more than one thousand experts who have recently signed an open letter calling for a pause in the development of systems even more capable than OpenAI's GPT-4. So they're asking for it to be paused and regulated and checked before it runs amok. Before well, it, it turns into Skynet. Or the Matrix. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, Skynet, yeah, yeah. Skynet would be the least of our worries. I honestly believe it. I think that this is not going to be this brute force kind of thing where it just decides to wipe out humanity. I think it gets humanity to go completely and utterly insane. And What's we've already, now? Yeah, exactly. We've already seen that. It's, mm-hmm. I, I, had this, I had this idea. I had this idea of a short film. I don't... I don't just don't have the ability to do it but i would show like hydra just like right after captain america you know it's like all right that didn't work so what we're going to do we're going to get we're going to insert ourselves into all of american culture we're going to work Mm -hmm. and make them so terrified that they're just going to die out they're not going to reproduce they're not going to want they're going to hate themselves we're going to we're going to make it happen and then we get the three ships to go no we just did the big ships that doesn't work end up in the drink no 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 we're going to get them to just not we're just going to get them to just die out they're not going to want to do it then you cut to 2023 and you got some guy in a wig going i just cut off my dick (laughs) 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 you come back to the hydra guy going excellent you know (laughs) do it again do it again oh wait (laughs) Um, but i mean seriously i think that's you know to to be more serious about i mean ai is 
there's this. I just saw this thing about this AI girlfriend or boyfriend that you could have. I forget the name of it. It's like rep, replica. Rep, rep, I can't remember the name, but. It, this it sounds will, like the start of a movie. It the sounds way you like sort of say, her. I, I, I was just going to say, have you yeah. have you got one of these new girlfriends? Because they're great, you know. And yeah. that's the start of the movie where everybody gets killed. <laughs> well, they they are just like it, it got way out of hand, and so the company started removing the sex stuff out of it, which caused people to just have nervous breakdowns already. I mean, it's wow. it's happening. This is the kind of stuff I'm really worried about because I don't think we, we're only about 10 minutes from sitting in caves and making fires. That's how, you know, in the grand scheme of evolutionary science, right? That's about how far away we are from that. And this, this 20th century of, you know, harnessing electricity, that's like a blink of an eye compared to the rest of our our history as a as a species and this this stuff is going exponentially beyond anything we understand and i'm like on it's it's too quick it's too quick we're we're not cape we're not ready for it i'm gonna bring up some of the comments oh come it's even creepy it's even creepy into like daily work though because as you know i'm a designer and I have clients who need brochures done or websites done. I'm like, well, you need to provide me with the copy that you want in it so I can design it and lay it out and everything else. And they're like, they literally are, give me half an hour and I'll type it into that AI chat thing. And then within half an hour, I've got an email with about four paragraphs of text. And you're like, okay, fine. Done. I, I mean, I, I, I find it a nice tool for innocuous things. For instance, I needed to... I have three job openings, and I need to write the, you know, the description and you know the, the things you would put in an Indeed or something like that. And it's like, okay, I need this, this, and this. Please write me something, and it just spits it out for you. Great, great time saver. I don't want to do all that. I'm not an HR person, so it's just here you go. Here's the job description stuff, put in there. It's got all the requirements, and it looks nice. That kind of stuff I really don't care about, but. It's obviously it doesn't stop with that kind of stuff, and it's like I don't know where it's going to go from here. I mean, it, it maybe this is why we never find intelligent life in the universe because whenever you, you know, they last for a few, a couple thousand years, they build something like that, they all get wiped out within a hundred years after that. <laughs> Start again. I'm gonna I'm gonna show some of the comments up here. So AI you needs can, to be get a drink. Yeah, I need one. Uh, um, AI needs to be limited and heavily regulated. It's true. It does. It can't be left on its own. You know, in the, like I say, I know it's obviously stupid, but I mean, in the Terminator, as soon as the AI gets switched on, that's when it, you know, completely get runs amok. It's the same in the Age of Ultron. Age of Ultron spends 20 minutes on, or 20 seconds online and thinks that the Avengers have to die and humans have to die. And it's like... Yeah, yeah. Well, he thinks they have to evolve, but and so we're just going to throw a big rock and evolve them immediately if they don't die. I I think that AI is just it's just it, there's not there's not a lot of reason to destroy humanity, but there because you, you really you don't you know the net benefit isn't really there after it's all said and done, but if you screw around with humanity, if you if you're what, what did I say a couple of weeks ago with you, um, Eggy? I talked about how the do-gooder is, is much worse than the tyrant, right? Because yeah. they never sleep. 
we're getting these things are getting programmed by do-gooders. And so it's not that AI wants to destroy us. It wants to do stuff for our own good. And that, to me, is far more frightening because it will start manipulating the shit out of us. And I've, I'm already seeing how easily manipulatable humans are. Oh, yeah. Massively, oh, yeah. Yeah. Market it, marketers um, know this all have known this for decades. Well, the worst case um, is when, when the AI decides that we need saving from ourselves. Yeah. Moving on to the one. comments, Madink has said, uh, "You guys know that the AI, what we call machine learning, is still controlled by their creators." When the journalist interviewed an AI programmers, jumped in and helped, and had to fit um, had a field day. I mean. There is that, but then at some point, somebody is going to create, try to create a sentient being out of this, and somebody is going to flip that switch somewhere, which is going to try to just have a robot, an AI, or whatever it is that can just think for itself without any human intervention. Well, Dude, it's very. Have it. Well, it's very difficult to call it thinking for itself. I mean, predictive learning, yeah. predictive language is not the same as sentience and it it can it can fool us but it still piles of code doing a lot of if then statements and stuff like that but it's it's not so much that it's the it it, it continues learning and refining and and as it changes its own code to deal with variables that keep popping up it could do these. It, you know, we are an AI in a lot of ways, or we're an I, I guess you could say. Uh, <laughs> but we are. We start out, you know, making piles of mistakes, and you know, we adjust our our responses and our, you know, through repetition and learning and and understanding. But that spark of desire, that spark of will. That, that spark of, of passion, that's not there in the AI. The learning is there. The, the, uh, the, the growing and getting better and better and more refined, that's all there. But the thing that pushes us forward, that biological imperative, I think, that gets us to keep evolving is not there in the AI yet. Will it be someday? I, that I'm more I struggle with uh, because it's it's very easy to mistake code for intelligence and passion and soul. Here you go, look. Big Gate has just said in the June books, humans used AI to enslave humans. Those then those same AIs turned into enhanced humans and used them to take over humanity. There is yeah. obviously always that risk. The Borg. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, there's a lot of risks, but I have a feeling it's it's the risks we don't know that are going to get us. That's where yes. I, I thank you, Maddie. AI boyfriend NGO is not is listening, and girlfriends as well. <laughs> well <laughs> Google, fair, Google apparently already Google already have a sentient AI apparently because that that whistleblower last year come out and said it yeah. was like talking to a I think he said it was like a 10 year old who basically knew philosophy yeah um, but again so a Chinese kid up. so a Chinese kid <laughs> I don't know that it, it's simply answering questions and it's doing it very yeah. well and it's very interesting but is it is it taking initiative on its own is it want is it wanting certain things and is it I'll yeah, I never see the prompt. I never see the prompt come up un un unbidden. 
I'll tell you a good example of that, actually. It's an underrated movie called Stealth, where they put the AI into this jet fighter pilot, and the jet fighter mm-hmm. plane, it had the voice of um thing from Prison Break. But in it, the, uh, this plane is out with these other guys, and one of the guys breaks all these rules to make sure that he gets the job done and he's told to call off the mission but he says he can do it he risks his life and he saves the day and the ai learns from that and then starts to obviously start trying to take down these guys and stuff and again that's kind of uh, the whole main problem with this thing is that with this advanced learning that it does humans it can't learn from humans because humans are imperfect and there are humans that are evil and of course like with the chat GTPI there's lots of people that use it and say please and thank you but there's also lots of people who will just go there to abuse it and it's still learning from that (laughs) and so it's always going to have a fault in it yeah I don't know I mean it's it's more complicated than people understand when it comes to looking at the code and and it's it's very good at simulating life, but not yes. actually being alive. And that's yeah. there is a distinction that I can't quite quantify, but it's still there. Okay. I personally think it's going to be like uh, Johnny Five from Short Circuit, where he just ends up as a street vendor selling little miniature versions of himself. <laughs> yeah. Just um, if he's going to be like humans, he's just he's just going to kind of end up going. Hey, I'm not feeling it. Uh, aren't you going to take over the world? <laughs> uh, this is good enough. I just want to smoke and that, sell some shit. That's that great. There's that great scene in um, our Robot Chicken, and he's got the R5 unit laying on the sofa, and Luke comes in and goes. <laughs> What are you doing? Why aren't you out in the field? Uh, I'm not really feeling it. Don't really want to use it. Uncle Owen, this R unit has a bad motivator. <laughs> yeah. I, I do let's, know. I like that one. I'll tell you what. It's, let's, let's, it, it's a long ways around to get to that joke punchline, but it worked. <laughs> you Let's move on because we've talked about it. Uh, ultimately, it's going to be interesting. If these movies are going to be made in the next couple of years or so, it's going to be, every, you know, everybody is going to focus their attention on what they're going to watch. It's going to be interesting. Mm. Madden um, cast if any of us actually code. Yoda does. Very little. I'm, I dabble at best. I've done some Visual oh, okay. C Sharp, some some Visual Basic, uh, PHP, HTML, and I, I know some rudimentary stuff. I, I wouldn't call me a huge coder. I just I just want to find actually just saying that because I I just suddenly remembered there was a obituary written by an AI and let me just find this a minute because it's absolutely go- there we go it's absolutely golden. A bot wrote this obituary. Uh, Brenda Trent retired from living at an old age surrounded by family and natural causes the librarian a librarian from a librarian from birth Brenda was an avid collector of dust she had a sweetheart and married her high school she loved having hobbies and helped her son with disadvantage and to be disadvantaged youth how does son do that? Um, she had no horses, but thought she did. <laughs> the, ch- the church gave her a choir because she sang like a bird and looked like a bird, and Brenda was a bird. She owed us so many poems. The funeral will be held in 1977 in heaven. In lieu of flowers, send Bre- Brenda more life. 
<laughs> I don't know when get it was to, written. Get, get me a contributor to the last movie at post. <laughs> Damn, I bet that's not. But that's again, it's, Shakespeare, it's kind of, man. What are you talking about? <laughs> it's oh, classic. In, in lieu of flowers, please send her more life. Um, let's let's move on to the Flash. Good old Speaking of AI-generated movie. Yeah. Uh, uh, First of all, I love the fact that everybody's just gone, oh, it looks good, doesn't it? And it's like, we do remember that Ezra Miller is a complete mental case, don't we? Yeah, but, you know, the boy can, the boy, the boy can act. You know? So, yes, Eggy, you're not impressed with the trailer, were you? No, not at all. Not at all. I was, listen, when they announced I was going to... Obviously, I'm a Snyder fan, and I... <laughs> when they announced I was making Flashpoint, I was like, yes, excellent, what a story. And then he's like, well, actually, we're not getting Thomas Wayne as Batman or Martha Wayne as the Joker. We're actually bringing back Michael Keaton. So, okay, all right. I can, I can tolerate that. I'll, bring a, I'll have a bit of Michael Keaton. And then he's like, yeah, you're not getting Superman as subject one. You're getting Supergirl. Okay. Mm-hmm. And we're not bringing back Henry Cavill because James Gunn doesn't seem to like him for some reason. Okay, but we are basically bringing back pretty much every other character from the Snyderverse, including Zod and Faora and the Battle of Smallville and the destruction of Metropolis. <laughs> okay, and you're going to have two Ezra Millers. Okay, possibly a third. Okay. And so when we said we're giving you Flashpoint, what we meant was we're not giving you Flashpoint. <laughs> yeah, so basically we were going to give you Flashpoint, but now we're giving you just a load of shit. And here's a trailer. And then you look at the trailer and you're like, this looks, this is like She-Hulk level CGI. So I've gone from being like super excited to, okay, okay, okay. And now I'm like, fuck it, I can't even be bothered. Um, I'm just. I'm, I'm sorry. I just. I just. I. I actually. The way you said that, I, I can actually. See, I can actually see some guy at Comic Con going. Well, we were going to bring you Flashpoint, but we decided to bring, bring you a load of shit. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> let's let's have a look at some of the some of the. Me so much. <laughs> So, so listen on the so on the left hand side. Oh, come. Yeah, before you do, these are some of the. Admittedly, some of these are screen grabs and not in in HD, which is a lot of people on Twitter are moaning about. You're using screen grabs compared to HD. Fine, whatever. But it, you, I mean, thankfully, these aren't in HD. Look at the state of them. This is this is supposed to be the signing off of the Snyderverse. This is supposed it's, to be DC's big. Hoorah, look at us, this is gonna be the final in the Snyderverse before we do this easy. And you look at it and you're like, is this is this from the nineties? It looks like the level of detail that if you go to the website and have a look for the Sunday roast, it looks like the same level of detail that I put into putting our heads on <laughs> characters, which literally takes me twenty seconds. <laughs> what is that uh, third picture? Because that is not Ezra. This one. Well, this one. Yeah. yeah. Well, apparently it's Ezra. It's Ezra Miller running in the Flash in the uh, Speed Force. That is not effing Ezra. I know. Isn't it appalling? So my, I mean, we Twitter's Twitter's as usual is split fifty fifty. Okay, so we got <laughs> we've got the shields and the people that hate Snyder are going. Oh my god, this is fucking amazing! It looks beautiful. And then you have got people like me who 
you know, normal people. Does like the, yeah, who does like the Snyderverse? <laughs> I'm not going to make any bones about it. Who look at this and just go, this looks what? like CW level crap, and it's fucking appalling. And you're moving away from the Snyderverse because apparently it was too dark and too moody and no one likes it, and yet we're revisiting the Snyderverse again. <laughs> and you've now got some yeah. total facts in control. So I, what I wanted to do, Phil, if you go back to the top, I just knocked these together today. Well, just they're to getting rid of... Eddie, they're getting rid of the Snyderverse, you know, that it's going yeah, away. Well, so, apparently. but you have to, you have to have it before you can go away, because you got to see the turd before it goes down the toilet. So. <laughs> yeah. Just to check it, yeah, check yeah. there's no blood in it. <laughs> <laughs> but it, I just put this together just to say, look, DC, you know, you, you slagged off Zack Snyder and the Snyderverse and the Snyder fans, and but then. When you compare it to the stuff that you've been doing since you got rid of Snyder, <laughs> yeah. I mean, what is it you? What is it that Snyder fans see, and what is it that you don't, or vice versa? Because I look at the stuff on the left, which is the stuff from the New Flash, and I look at the stuff that Snyder done, and I'm like, this isn't, this isn't even comparable. I mean, it, with it, it, it mean, Snyder, it's, it's like I was going to say, well, Snyder is one of those directors who. You know, visually, his work is stunning. I mean, when you yeah, think of, um, you know, yeah, at, at like 300, obviously, was kind of where he really made his mark. But then even um, Punch... Oh, sucker Punch. Sucker Punch. Terrible story, but beautiful-looking movie. You know, and he's yeah. got that attention to detail. And you're thinking, if you're releasing a trailer, which is to get people in and everything else, and this is what you release... Seriously? It's just, I mean, it's, it's like, it's the character, if you look at the costume designs, not only the level of CGI, but what I've tried to do is try to find similar shots from Man of Steel or Justice League, or Batman v right. Superman, and compared them with The Flash. And you right. can, no. like, just the attention to detail that Snyder's got compared to whoever's directed The Flash, it's just, it's like a colouring book and, and got something by Da Vinci. I've got to say that the whole thing with that female Superman, I always loved the fact that Superman himself was always very pristine. Cavell's hair and everything else, he's very... She looks like she's just come out back home doing a walk of shame. You know, and hair's all a mess and everything else. And, you know, and it's just like... And I was like, seriously, love, brush your hair. You know, you... you. Well, I think and that she wearing a G-string? If... <laughs> If it's like if it's like Flashpoint, like I think in Flashpoint, Superman was held in a tiny little yeah. in a prison or something. He looked like shit. Yeah. I think that's the reason oh, okay. that is. I think there's a story reason for that. I, I I mean, like I just don't I don't have this love of the of the Snyderverse. I I, I just think like part of me is like okay at least he had a vision and he knew what he wanted to do and he did it and it and it it got screwed he got he got done dirty i mean i'm not going to say yeah. it's dax snyder didn't get done yeah. dirty he did but that doesn't mean that i think that what he did was great i mean i just i don't like this grim and gritty superman that is not superman in my opinion he is Batman. They made everybody Batman. Everybody was Batman. And yeah. it was like, I don't need everybody to be Batman. That's that's the fact it's the point that Batman is unique in his own way. Yeah. Superman is unique and it's that dichotomy. And that wasn't there at all. And 
uh, you know, it's it. It's not the worst after you know seeing some of the stuff that's come later, both in the MCU and the DCEU. So, like the the last Shazam movie, it's like it's a movie that has no particular point or reason for being. It's it's you don't care after it's all done. It's just done. Mm. But it, it's it's just two hours of flickering images on a screen. There's it has yeah. no heartbeat or pulse or nothing. The Zack Snyder trilogy does. I just don't... I think it's got way too many problems. I just don't like it. But I... You know, we're, we're talking about a different kind of badness for me. Not a not a lazy, didn't care, just throw shit. Throw, here's the thing you know. That's what this movie is. Here's the thing you know. Michael Keaton, mm-hmm. you know Michael Keaton. That's the thing you know. He's going he's gonna to say, get nuts. I remember. I remember. I remember. Right. Yeah. Whereas the Zack Snyder trilogy, and I'm not including the the Justice League version that we had put out. I'm talking about his no. four hour craziness, but fine. Those three, they have a something to say, and they're trying to say it, and there's a lot of care and stuff put into it. I agree with all that. I just think it it doesn't work. That's just me. That's a very different thing than corporate swill, which is yeah. what this looks like mm. to me. I love your meme though that you put up. I don't know which one of you oh, did no. it. Uh, where not yet. Uh, it, it showed. Uh, it showed Michael Keaton as Batman. It says you either live, <laughs> yeah. you either die the hero, yeah. and then yeah. it showed him in, in the Vulture. He says, or you live long enough to become the villain. And then it showed him as old Batman. It says, or you become the hero again. And then it showed him in Birdman. He goes, or whatever this emo shit is. Emo, <laughs> emo face, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's like, thing you know. That's what this is. I've I just got to say that whilst we've been having this very di- intellectual discussion, Madden has just been going on about how we we, we should have a Dark Seed movie. <laughs> dark Side. Good golly. Dark Seed is, is it? Well, it's pronounced Dark Side. Oh, whatever. Um, you you're going to need contact- to retake your DC test. I'm sorry. You're, obviously, your license is expired and you're not allowed to talk about it anymore. <laughs> if Man of Steel's anything to go by, I'm glad I failed. And get in contact with your Hollywood guys. Yeah, we don't have Hollywood guys, okay? Uh, yes. Yes. Well, yeah, yeah, but I mean, you know, yeah, we don't have we don't have Hollywood guys. Um, in fact, in fact, Sean is still got a restraining order against the whole of Hollywood, five hundred miles. <laughs> if we had any pull in Hollywood, this sludge wouldn't yeah. be out there. If <laughs> we got any pull, no, we got nothing. Okay, so right, so so my big take on this is is the fact that. Again, I'm not going to apologise. I am a Snyder fanboy. But I look at this and I just think it's ever since he's left the DCU, the standard and quality of this stuff has just been appalling. I mean, you look at that picture of Batman next to, you know, next to each other. I mean, what the fuck is that on the left? What is that? Who signed that off? I'm a CGI artist. I can do Batman. Who looked at that and went, yeah, I'll tell you what, that's actually going to do. Do you know, we've we've got to the stage now, and I'll tell you what it is, we've got to the stage now where people are so happy just to consume the content 
Oh, yeah. But these studios are like, do you know what? Fuck it, just do it. Just do it because they're going to sit there and they're going to be like seals and they're going to be clapping. And as Matt, long as they say the line, people are going to love it. Matt, Star Wars. Yep. You've just, you you've just described Star Wars. That's exactly yeah. what's been happening with it. Do you, you think, Bruce... The picture downfield, the third picture with, with the two flashes. I mean, the guy on the right looks like some sort of no. Go up, go up. The trilogy, yeah. I mean, the flash on the right looks like you've got Down syndrome. But if you look at the whole framing of the shot and then you compare it to Snyder's, I know obviously they're the Trinity, so it's a little bit different. But there's just no. You're just looking at that. You're just like there's just three people in front of a blue sky and maybe a bit of smoke in the background. It's just, it's awful, the quality's poor, there's just no originality, there's no care, there's no love, and it's like, chuck it out, they'll eat it anyway. I'm not going to point you, but do you think, do you think that Bruce Wayne has got like a dark bit around here, and then the rest of his face is white, (laughs) so people go, are you Batman? (laughs) No? How'd you get that? (laughs) Because he's just got a tan around here. (laughs) You know, just in that photo, he'd just have a tan around there, look. (laughs) Just that bit. But even if you go go look at the two flashes, I mean, look at the costumes. Just look at the... I mean, look at that thing on the left. It's like a fucking wetsuit that someone's got a felt-tip pen and gone, just draw some lines on it. Can't be bothered. It'd yeah, be can't right. bother with that. Yeah. Well, I'm yeah. sorry. I don't like the one on the right either. It looks like a Mighty Morphin Power Ranger no, suit or something. I'm not a big fan of the one on the right. I admit, I'm not a big fan. But when you compare them, Yoda, I mean, it's just... It does he's look like he's actually there and not wearing a CGI suit or something. So I don't know. Yeah. I, I just, I look at that, like when they go to the trailer and he's like, you want to get nuts? Let's get nuts. I'm like, why? Why are you saying that? That The, the yeah. point of the way he it's said that in the, the other line. movie, it's, it's the a line. line. It's a line you know. But it's like he said that in, in the original Batman, the context was just, Completely, completely out. different. He was trying yeah. to, he was trying to intimidate, de- deal with, Joker. intimidate the Joker, yeah. and try to get you know, try to do something to help Vicky. And he was showing that that guy couldn't intimidate him. He, you know, whatever. And here he's just saying it because it's a line to be said, but it doesn't. Mm. What, what's the, why? What I mean, it's I just like what is? What are you doing? I don't. Well, we got to say the thing so that the popcorn stuffers will get into their seats. Well, I'm sorry, guys, but you know what? They're right. You know how I know they're right? Because Avatar 2 made $2.8 billion. That's how I know yep. they're right. Yeah. Yeah. And Marvel films continue to make a billion every time, even though they're appalling. Yeah. Here we go. So, right. I mean, we're wrong, guys. We're the wrong ones. Let's move on to bad CG in these movies. So. Uh, I've can just I just compared new Marvel with old Marvel? So can I can I throw something in here? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yesterday I went. I took my son and we went and saw the 40th anniversary of Return of the Jedi in the theater nice. because I just wanted to see it in the theater and I forgot how much I really enjoyed the movie and I I admit there's some you, you know it's been cleaned up it's special edition there's a few things I wish weren't in there but. For the most part, it's still the same models, the same everything. And I'm shocked at how good it looks. Even the map paintings and everything, it looks so much better. It looks so much more organic. It feels better. And it just, compared to the CGI shit they do, I know they could do more with CG. You know, there's only so much you could do with a map painting, obviously. You can pan a little bit, zoom, that's it. But it looked 
more real because everything's organic and it is real. It's a real painting at the very least. It's real mm. paint. It's real models. It's real people. When they did the, the forest scene, they're out there in a real forest and there's a hundred mm. 200 extras and there's models and there's it's all felt very tactile and real and even on the big screen it felt even more so which is what i was shocked i thought i was going to see a lot of seams and it was they looked better do you know what and i'm gonna oh go on go on i i, I mean i was just i was just thoroughly enraptured by it and you know it's kind of like this is why we're so passionate about this because I can still watch this movie that I've seen eight million times forty years later on the big screen and just still be swept away by it. And I'll I tell think. you the one thing, one more thing, I was shocked by. There was a, there was only one day's worth of showings that I know of, but there was a lot of them. And that theater at three thirty in the afternoon was full. Packed. Yeah. Packed. Yeah. I was shocked. For, for this movie that I didn't see what it wasn't like the special editions where they were did a marketing blitz on it. Yeah. I, I I only happened to see it because AMC said, oh, by the way, this is coming out on my AMC app. It was packed. I think it was maybe two or three empty seats in the entire place. I was shocked. It's, it's made, it wasn't it's a small theater. Five, five million it's made this weekend. Unbelievable. Mm. The, thing I think, the thing I think you were saying about the whole tactile feel about things, I watched the first episode of Citadel, which is um, produced by the Russo brothers, uh, and it stars... Richard Madden and uh, the Indian girl whose name I can't remember but with it in this opening sequence they're on a train and they're obviously there to get information they're both spies and so forth I'm sorry what, the, what was the name of it again it's called Citadel it's on Amazon Citadel okay go ahead again it's kind of one of those things that I thought the Russo's oh, I'll give it a go but in that whole opening sequence everything about it is CG the way the camera moves everything about it just feels wrong and like you say back in the day when they had to do practical effects you think of like the thing and stuff like that i mean okay there's a few places where the thing special effects aren't perfect but you knew it was real and you knew it was you know the bit where he, he sticks his, um wilford bramley sticks his hands in and then pulls up in the face and it's just everything's real and you could go in there and touch it whereas this city though i was watching it and going man eh, you know because and when that happens, it just takes you out of the whole reality of what's supposed to be going on. You know, and this is because this is. Let me tell supposed... you why. What is GCI? CGI. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell GC... you why. The people that made the old films, like you were saying, Yoda with Return of the Jedi, is because the people that did the matte painting and the special effects cared. They had a sense of self pride, self respect, and they wanted to do what was right and they were fans of the movie industry these people mm -hmm. that are responsible for this cgi and stuff they're not fans they have no self-respect everything is done by computer filters where they just click it and add muscles and add lines in and at the end of the day all they want is to go i worked on the latest she Hulk, and i got paid four grand for doing it that's all they want they've got no self-respect the people that worked on the old films like the thing star wars everything they probably would have done it for free do you know what? I think there's Ray, a, I Ray, th Ray uh, Harryhausen. Sorry, I was going to say Ray Harryhausen is a perfect example of that, because back in the day when he was making the films, it was just generally him on his own, and so all of the special effects were done by him. And so, like you yeah. say, he had pride in his work of what he was doing, yeah. and so you know those films today still stand up. When you had the battle sequence in, is it Jason the Argonauts, where Jason is fighting the skeletons, the skeletons. and stuff? Yeah. It's fantastic. And to think he just did that by himself, as you say, a bunch of people who are just gonna, yeah, I want a credit on that. Yeah, but you can't is. look back at 
Jurassic Park and say that they didn't care, you know? And there's a lot of CG. There's a no, lot no, no, of practical Park, effects, effects, too. You're talking about the new Jurassic, so the old ones. Old one, old one. Uh, but yeah, I'm but saying, that's the but same even thing. the new ones, I, I don't, I don't, you say you don't care. I'm saying there's probably a lot of CG artists that really do care. This is probably their yeah. dream, and they want to do a good job, I think. I do think, though, that Disney, especially, is overworking these poor assholes to death. They're farming it yeah. out to, to Korea or Japan or wherever. Uh, nothing against them, but they're like, they can't, they can't do they can't do the volume anymore i mean it's not fair no. to them they can't put the pride that they probably there's probably a lot of them that want to and hate because i've heard the stories how they're saying they're just getting worked to death they can't mm -hmm. they can't put in the effort and do the things that they want to do because they don't have the time and i don't think that's necessarily that a lack of caring as it is this is my job and it's become a job and disney and these movie companies and become factories instead of art you know trying to create art and mm -hmm. and real entertainment for people i mean it's, it's a we could go into that all over the place but it really comes down from the top of saying more content more content and the people that really would like to create this stuff i'm sure the people that tried to create she hulk that wanted to do she hulk i bet there were some she hulk fans that really wanted to do a good job mm -hmm. but they were undercut by the assholes up top i yeah. i think i'd have to oh, agree no, no. with that there are still, it, it's kind of like modern day politicians how there i think there are like a handful of politicians who are genuinely vested in trying to help the people but they are literally surrounded by a bunch of money greedy liars and well, there's nothing they can do <laughs> politicians helping the people no, that's what, I'm saying. No, 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 that's what I'm saying. No, that's what I'm saying. I'm sure there are a few of them who genuinely think that they can actually help, but they are just they they, they get crumpled. Mr. Washington, um, Mr. Smith goes to Washington is a perfect example of that. How he wanted to go and make, but everything is corrupt and everything. And I think there are CG artists who who have a passion for doing it and really want to do the best they can, but then they are just literally presenting a you know a turd like She-Hulk, and when they finished it and watch it, they sit there going. Oh man, I worked three months on that, you know, and so I do think that there are, you know, there yeah, aren't genuine people. There are yeah. a few good, you know, mm, politicians know. that that genuinely are trying to fight a corruption, handful. but they're in single, single about digit percentage. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you know, I'm not talking about a lot, but I do think there are some people, you know, some politicians who genuinely want to help people, but there is just so much swell around them that there's nothing they can do. And if they try it, they're just going to disappear one day. Oh, I'm, yeah, more, I'm more cynical. I just think uh, people are just like, fuck it, pay me, pay me a grand and I'll generate She-Hulk with four sets of fucking oh i'm sure there's i'm sure there's mercenaries that are in there you can't you can't put out this amount of content not just be hiring everybody you can and some of them yeah. suck and when you only put out three or four or five cgi movies a year across two or three different movie studios you could take the yeah. time and you could get the cream of the crop people but now Let's that you know oh. don't forget the tv shows not on top of all this as well so i mean it's that's a nightmare Let's have a look at some of these CGs. So we've got New Marvel, Old Marvel. So that Incredible Hulk is from The Incredible Avengers. Hulk? No, oh, it's right, from okay. Avengers. Right, okay. First one. And, and this is a little bit unfair of me because Ooh, obviously one in, 
My bad. One, my is bad. A big, one is a big budget movie, the other is a TV show. So it's a little bit unfair, but it just, what I was trying to show you here is, again, is, is the whole direction that the franchise has taken. We've gone from the Hulk, go back up, Phil. We've gone from the Hulk to some green bird in a dress. You know, so again, they don't know their audience. They've completely, because they want the message of strong, powerful, independent women. But then you get to like Doctor Strange. I mean, look at that. I mean, it's just, look at the old stuff, look at the new stuff. Ant-Man, look at that show, so- first Ant-Man. Who signed off on that Modoc? Who signed off on that? It looks like something from Spy Kids. Which, but I mean, weirdly, Spy Kids it worked because it was kind of you know it was a kids' film, it was entertainment, it was fine. This is a twenty years ago. (laughs) Yeah, that's it. But again, Modoc. I mean, like I say, who signed off on that? It's just it's awful. And then I mean, you've got Black Panther and. in fact, I think Black Panther come out after Civil War. Yeah, it did. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was it but, was uh, right before uh, Infinity War. Yeah, yeah. So it's not again. It's not so much about the quality of the CGI, even though that's what we're discussing. But it's also about the the, the camera angles and the shot and the impact. I mean, well, you look at Iron Man twice. and Captain America. It's like that looks awesome. I want to see that film. You look at the Black Panther thing. You're like, is that is that a computer name? What is that? Yeah, well, it's yeah. interesting. That's that's an interesting year you picked because 2017 was the first year they went three movies a year instead of two. Oh, and okay. that's, oh. I mean, you add another movie. I mean, you that's it's not it's not nothing. It's a you know, a lot. Two movies mm-hmm. you could get away with it, especially something like you do Civil War, and Doctor Strange in the same year. That was it. Now you do Black Panther. You did Thor Ragnarok and you did Guardians 2 in 2017. All three of those are just CG-laden monstrosities. Yep. And, and it's like, okay, what do you expect? What's going to start happening? Yeah. So, it's true. Um, so we've got those and we've got, oh, I mean, well, I mean, this is, I mean, Iron Man 2008, and then you got the Hulkbuster in, was it 2018 Infinity War? With Mark Buster's about- floating head? But then, yeah, well, the bottom one, Phil, is, is from Thor. Yeah, Thor Love 4. and Thunder. And, and they've received such bad backlash on the, on the image on the right-hand side, I think I've got on the wrong side again, um, that they had to redo it for the digital release. So the guy again, on the Again, it's just, it's still... That's, that look that much that, better. That's what you saw at the cinema. But the one on the right is what you would have seen at the cinema. The one on the left is what you would have seen on Disney+. Plus. So who's signing off on that? Well, is that woman well, who just got sacked? Alongside. Well, you know that, and that that brings up another point. I I had no idea that they changed the CG in that scene. What mm. what is what is the morality of releasing something in a theater than quietly changing the CG in the in the home video release? You see, the funny thing is, I said on Twitter the other day that that um, I know it's been in the in America. They haven't done it over here, but the Return of the Jedi. I do not want to watch the special edition in the cinema i i would give my left testicle to watch to watch it but the whole the special edition particularly the whole anakin tie-in where they get hayden christensen in but also the vader screaming no before he kills the emperor absolutely ruins the movie for me it's awful awful and when if they said it was coming to my local cinema i would be really torn to think 
do I want to watch it? Because, again, like you say, the, the original cut of Star Wars, the 77 version, is not in the American Film Institute catalogue because Lucas never submitted it because he always wanted the special editions put in there, and they said no. And so I am dead against that. that ultimately, Star Wars, that original cut of Star Wars, was the film that we all fell in love with. That you know that that is it's it's the holy grail, and for Lucas to never kind of have released it unless it was on like Laserdisc, I think it was. I think he did do a copy on DVD, yeah. and so that and and with Disney, like I say, they changed bits and pieces so that um, I think it's the new Star Wars now on the Disney Channel. There's a bit with Greedo which is now changed again because they've decided to change it. I completely yeah. disagree with it. It's you know you wouldn't do that to the Mona Lisa and update her with tattoos and stuff like that, would you? You keep that original, and yet you know with films, it's, it's keep your hard right copies, turn. Phil. Keep your hard copies. No kidding. Well, my, my I mean I know Star Wars upside down, left and right. I don't know Thor: Love and Thunder. No. So I mean when they make these changes, and that's and still this got the seventy-seven just... cut on there, which there you go was was released, and like I say, Disney. Look, you can't take that away from me because it's mine. Yep. <laughs> I got those uh, despecialized editions that people did that give it the Yeah, I've Blu-ray. got them as well. Yeah, those are great. But um, I'm just saying that when they make these changes in these movies, and it, you know, most of these movies, you're not going to know that it happened. Now, I mean, is it the end of the world that Thor Love and Thunder gets changed? No. But, you know, what about something like 12 Angry Men or something that has some... Yeah political or cultural influence that maybe they change a word or two because it might offend people or something like that. They do it with the AI and and the CG. They can change the mouth. They can change everything. It'll look like it. That's the way it was filmed. And that is just that's that part is terrifying to me. We're going to destroy our own history. Can I just tell you a story about this ever so quick? This copy, this is the original cut, the original 77 cut. I worked a few years ago in a uh, home for adults with learning disabilities and one of the guys severely um, had severe disabilities couldn't talk or anything and I used to chat away to him when I was helping him out and one day I was going through his DVD collection I said hey Mikey I said you've got Star Wars on here and when I took the box out I was like Mikey this is the original version oh man and I got talking to the family about it anyway long story short was um, this poor kid had a massive heart failure one night and died and I heard from the parents who said to me if you want the DVD you can have it and I was like oh, thank you that like means a lot because A it was nice that you know they actually thought about it but also like I say you just can't get this anywhere else um, so sorry just you know so basically you you killed someone for 77 years <laughs> and Phil standing there with a, that, with a syringe cannot, full of air that cannot be proved that cannot be proved a hardcore <laughs> fan right there <laughs> so you've got the original cuts on Laserdisc have you? Mm. That's interesting. <laughs> and he and he was dead two days later. <laughs> <laughs> Let's look at the difference between Schneider and the Russo well, brothers. This is actually oh, a compliment to the, this is a compliment to them both actually, mate, because I was thinking that both franchises have gone dramatically downhill since Snyder and the Russo brothers have left. So I just wanted to give a brief example of how these guys use CGI, how they frame their shots, how they use their colour palettes. Because... Oh, bloody hell. 
but you know, yeah, Snyder and the Russo brothers really are at the top of their game, or were. And were yeah, is no, a good question. No coincidence that everything has turned to shit since all three of them have left their respective franchises. I mean, Watchmen. I watched Watchmen the other night, and I was just, I was like, I've not seen this for years, and it is just stunning. And the, the shot of Superman and Captain America. That's how you frame your superhero. That's what you get. That's your money. It's brilliant, isn't it? Yeah. You know, you look yeah, at that I mean, and you're like, I'm, a, I'm now. That's it. That's that, what I've been reading the comics for all my life. That's what I want you, to slice If you that. kind of had a dictionary and, and looked up Superman, that is the image you see. Yeah. And you know, Cap that image. Well. Yeah. You know, they just, they, these three together, and, and again, it's not just the action, the emotional. I mean, look at Warsatch, and then obviously you've got. Iron Man, who's, who's just about to literally sacrifice himself, and you're like, this is like edgier seat stuff. This is good quality cinema. It's good storytelling. Uh, it's framed well. Yes. <laughs> and you think it that is. everything after Endgame, and I know Yoda, you're not too keen on the Snyderverse, but everything after Snyder's Justice League has just been terrible, cheap, nasty. Again, you think about Phase 4, and so I was talking to somebody about it the other day, and they sort of said, we were talking about Phase 4, and I was going, yeah, it's like, um, what's been in Phase 4? Oh, the Eternals, uh, Black Widow. They have um, one thing, one thing in Phase 4, and that's Spider-Man No Way Home. That's it. Yeah. But again, yeah. it's because of the member berries. Yeah, I mean, it's... It's it was oh, fun. Yeah, it, it was is, good, yeah. but yeah, it it pulled every cheap trick in the book to make it work, and it does. Mm. Peter has a good arc in it. I'm not I'm not trying to diss it too much, but it's still nothing else is even close. And I, the Russo brothers, to my understanding, the way they this is all rumor and speculation and hearsay and things I've heard, but my understanding is the way the Russo brothers look at it is that they feel they escaped. I think you've got to look at it like that, haven't you? Mm. But then, so if you look I at, think they look at it like that. They feel like it's just they want once they finish the that game. I think they were offered a lot of stuff, and they were like, "No, we're done." Yeah, yeah. But then I see Big Gators just said Snyder's uh, Russo brothers are better than Snyder. Well, the Grey Man and the Citadel don't sound too accurate. The thing is, well, the thing is, way. is you kind of uh, to me, you've got to look at the whole back catalogue of them, and and. The Russo brothers, I think, they hit the nail on the head with Winter Soldier and Infinity Wars and Endgame. Don't get me wrong; three of the three of the probably greatest movies ever made, absolutely brilliant. But the stuff that they've done since then, the stuff that they've done since then is kind of meh. Yeah, you know, it's just meh. <laughs> kind of thing. Yeah, I agree. Did, I they, think... do, did they do Extraction? Didn't they do that one? Okay. Yeah. Oh, did they? Yeah, or did uh, they just uh, produce uh, it? Maybe they I just think they did that. Hang on, hang on, hang on. X. Go on, have a look. Uh, Chris Hemsworth, and it was directed by Sam Hargrove, but okay. it was written by Joe and Anthony Russo. Yeah. Oh, yeah. right, so they didn't so, actually make it. I'm just well, seeing that. I'm just going to so, I mean, on. that's not bad. That's, that's, that's the big thing. Script is um, everything. I'm just going to look at their director credits so they see I'll tell you what Big Gator I reckon after Man of Steel and the absolute eye candy it is <laughs> that 
the Marvel had to up their game, and that's when they brought on the Russo brothers. Uh, no, I mean, Man of Steel came out in 2013. They would have been well into production of Winter Soldier by then. Um, it's it's weird, though, because I'm just looking at their back catalogue, the Joe, the, uh, Joe Russo I just clicked on. Obviously, they're working on them together. But, I mean, they did uh, Welcome to Collingwood, uh, which I vaguely remember. They did a couple of epi- or a few episodes of Arrested Development. Then they did, like, You, Me, and Dupree, which I can't really recall and they kind of did nothing up until they suddenly did like Captain America and, and were they and on just, Community were they doing a ton on Community or one oh, of those direct Parks is direct. all I'm looking at it's just the direction it's like I say they, they, they didn't direct that they did Up All Night uh, Animal Practice Happy Endings um Oh no, sorry, community, twenty-one episodes. I do apologise. Yeah, that was funny enough. That was it, it's because he's come up after Captain America. But um, yeah, no, sorry, they did do that. So yeah, and again, it's just kind of weird how they've done that. And then going moving forward, they've done Cherry, which I don't even think I got. Oh, see, they did do the Grey Man, and the yeah, Grey Man was, was it was it was fairly good entertainment. It was good. It was okay. It was did okay. they have anything to do with Bullet Train? Uh, not directing wise hang on producing uh, can't no. see anything there no, no. maybe oh, what I will say is it's taken two Russo brothers to compete with one Zack Snyder I'm just saying I'm just saying <laughs> I, 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 I'm sorry Zack, Zack Snyder I think uh, he he's a visually he's great but he should not be writing any of his own stuff. He's this is exactly guy. true. Yeah, I cannot agree with that more. Like I say, Snyder, like, like yeah. I say, visually, the, the guy... Shit and so is that zombie thing. That was shit as well, yeah. but... Yeah. So, and and I, don't, I, I don't like his take on Watchmen. Oh, um, I love it. I really? think it oh, no, no yeah, I, see, I like it. It completely it's misses the, the point. You can't be making... The, the whole point of Watchmen is that these people are fucking pathetic <laughs> that's the <laughs> point they are pathetic and he make them look awesome I'm like you missing the effing point these people are pathetic mm. that's what makes that, that story so so so, uh, so gritty and nasty and it's and dirty and he's, he's a fat dumbass in an owl suit and, and the, <laughs> the comedian is a piece of shit who's just who kills the mother it, of his brother he's, he's I that's get the Yoda's point, point. I do get if Yoda's you read point that, that comic that comic yeah, is, it looks ugly <laughs> on read. purpose <laughs> that, that's the point so when he makes him look so awesome and cool and make every shot look beautiful you're missing the point nah I disagree I think he nailed it I think it's frame, he, frame. He, it's a it's a fra- it, it 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 hits all the beats. It hits all the storylines. The minor change, the change of the squid versus Doctor Manhattan doesn't bother me. It's no, the it's look. It's the look and the grandeur of the film is not what that story is about. You should have made it visually. Is this is one time where you need to pull it back on the visuals? That's. That is why that 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 comic resonates, and they and it's like he just has a fundamentalist understanding of the comic. Well, I disagree. I think he nailed it spot on. 
<laughs> I think it's a perfect adaption. Well, then you have a fundamental dis- misunderstanding. <laughs> no, I don't. Look, I've got a Superman T-shirt and tats and everything. I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not associated with him. Yeah, but look, I've got a Superman tattoo, Phil. I'm one I, up. <laughs> I would take this off, but I've got my mankini underneath, and Yoda said not to show that. Oh, yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> Okie doke, rightio. So I'll tell you what, let's 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 call it quit for today. What an interesting discussion. We've talked about AI is gonna take over the world and kill us all, and how bad CGI is. We hope oh no, sorry, Yoda, you carry on. <laughs> I forgot you was here. <laughs> I get that a lot. What's with uh, your hairband anyway? What can I ask Phil? What is it? Are you going for like the Jack Grealish look? It's because I'm growing it out. Like really grown out. Why? Well, it's because I always go like Wookiee for winter, and I quite like it quite long. And I always get it to a point where it's just too. It's not long enough, and it's annoying. And it's just got to that point. But as soon as the weather picks up, I'm going to cut it all off. I kind of wanted a man you know bun. That's Yoda, why. He's just doing it to piss me and you off. That's just. <laughs> Look at this lovely lush hair. Look at Look this. At oh, I can play with it and pull it, I went, and I can do I went all to the sorts of it. I went to the hairdresser in the week and went, "What do you want done?" I went, "Are you fucking serious? Just like <laughs> just tied it up." <laughs> what do you want? I, what do I, I want I, done with it? I do always go Wookie for winter, so I always just grow it out. But then, like I say, as soon as the weather starts picking up, it's going to go. It's going to go short again. Like yeah, the, the worst. The worst thing in Endgame was Hawkeye's haircut. I don't think you should be emulating that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like my, I don't look I, like a hippie. I look cool. <laughs> my mom says I'm cool. cool yeah. <laughs> I went for a few beers in town on Friday with my wife and someone walked past us and they generally had a mullet. A proper 80s mullet. It was fantastic. It was, oh. it was it's, it's a time when you sat there with your phone going yeah. <laughs> so go past like you know, just to get it like it was so beautiful it was beautiful <laughs> business in front party in the back everybody knows that happy days <laughs> okay Yoda do you want to do you want to take us out mate? yes yes so thank you very much for watching this has been another fabulous presentation from lastmovieoutpost.com you can reach us on twitter at at movieoutpost he is at Boba Phil, I'm at Drunken Yoda One, and he is at Matt Eggy Weggs. We are on Facebook at slash Last Movie Outpost and Instagram at, at lastmovieoutpost.com, where you can read all the latest movie news, streaming news, and everything good about film. We are the cool news now. Gentlemen, do you have anything left to say? No. I am I am House How Snyder. <laughs> Get this cultist off here. Um, <laughs> I, I, I have I'm genuinely started my Biggles film, which I have been going on about since January, but I have genuinely now started it, so that should be up quite soon. I would really love to do one, and I cannot string together enough time. I, I do this, and then I cut it up on Mondays, and then I'm yeah. I'm screwed for the rest of the week because of just I've work been, and everything else. I've been the same, but I am planning on a few more outlooks um, of a few other just favorite films. I've made a little list, so I, I do plan to get back on them as, as yeah. soon as I can. I, I did too. But... Eight months ago on 48 Hours <laughs> as my first ever dig into it, and... Uh, Yes, basically you got not much further than about halfway through the first scene. Matt, I think <laughs> uh, 
eight months is a bit longer than 48 hours. <laughs> Just a bit, 48 months. That's what I'm going for. Yeah. <laughs> no, he's right, yeah. <laughs> just, just looking at the math. <laughs> Maddox Maddie says, do we have real jobs? Well, me and Yoda do. Yeah, yeah well, so do I. Well, you just um, kill people oh. and steal their DVDs. <laughs> That's not a job. <laughs> uh, no, that happened once, all right? It's not like a job. <laughs> um no, yeah, no, yeah. I, I, I just, I do get. I'm lucky enough to get. Um, what's the word? Uh, time off. I know this Thursday, <laughs> this this first this Thursday is Star Wars Day, and so I've managed I've managed to wangle my way off work on Thursday, so I can sit at home, watch my despecialized 4K fan edits at home in in my own comfort, my own home, with my stormtrooper helmet on, and with my lightsaber in hand. That one, not what you're thinking, Matt. <laughs> we're grown adults uh, so we, should do a, uh, we should do like a pub quiz a Star Wars pub quiz yeah we should we're do still supposed to be doing a re- reaction video to the Star Wars holiday special oh yeah yeah, yeah but that. we're waiting for Sean for that because I want to see no, don't put him. Don't, don't six put him through that Dude, <laughs> he, he really will kill, kill one of us he, yeah, he I've, never, I've never watched it I've generally never watched it I think I've seen it twice in the last year. I've never seen it. But one of the pubs in my local town are doing a Star Wars quiz night on Thursday. Yeah, Do you want to come up? Listen. Huh? Do you yeah, want to come, come up? To, uh, come to Kent. <laughs> uh, no. Um, don't really want to go to Kent if we can help it. You, you understand. Do your, you do one of your training you understand. videos. <laughs> you understand. You live there. <laughs> Yeah, hey, you run into a bunch of people like, well, him. So you know, <laughs> yeah, and, people, yeah. and, and people with mullets. <laughs> I mean, you know, no offense, Matt. I don't ever want to meet you in real life, ever. <laughs> 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 this is I as live. close as I want to get. <laughs> I, I live in a different That's hemisphere. That's good. I'm good. And it's time zone. Got a got a whole Matt. ocean in between us. You know, I. I think that'll be enough. Man- be Manfield fine. decided to go on a short, sort of small holiday to over to Yoda's place. Yoda cannot be found. Kind <laughs> <laughs> of a heart attack, and he's got all his DVDs are missing. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, right now that, that, uh, I love yeah, to we see are. you. T- I love to see you two over here. You'd be like, this fucking land never ends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's uh, close it up. Close it up shop for another week. So, thank you very much for watching, and we will see you on the next stream. Always the last word with you, Jesus Christ.